Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is an special report. Now reporting. The very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg. Yannin's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. From the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. No wonder your show is number one. Hi, everyone. Welcome to ENN. On Ray Row. ENN tonight is brought to you by Security Dodge. Go see Michelle Scalise and... Come get some! Yeah! Welcome to ENN, everyone. Oh, yeah. Hi. Let's start off by saying, yeah, let's say good evening to Michael. Well, then you're just ship-shafting. I think you got his point across, though. I mean, that's not how this works. No. Let's say say good evening to Michael and and Don. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, you're ready. (laughs) And good evening to myself. Tell him Paulio sent you. Didn't have the that guts should to be do it to his face. Well, yeah. I, I, it wasn't about guts. It just I didn't have. Hey, hey, Paul, you would have had to bring it up. I'm like, hey, Paul, want to hear my impression of you? People say it's really bad. Yeah, would I don't you, know, you know? Would you uh, do that to Michael if we were talking to Tyson? No, hmm. no, I would because that could be dangerous. Well, if he's on the phone, what's he going to do? Come through the phone and hit me? Is that really so? You you got no problem. So if we get Tyson on the phone anytime, you have no issue with me going. Hey, Mike, ask Michael K to do his impression of you. Thank you no. for being such a gentleman. I think it's a great. It's it's, it's flattering. It's perfect. I think my see the difference is the my Paul O'Neill one actually is flattering. Tell him Paulio sent you. No, it's not. He's, it doesn't sound like him. But it, but it's but it's fla- but I, I don't make him sound stupid. I, I I make him sound warm and friendly. You're Mike Tyson one. Thank you for being such a gentleman. People, you treat me with respect. Pitch I mean, that's not that's not nice. Pitch it's perfect. not good either. Pitch perfect. He's a very scared man. You're and then what's that of, one? Yeah, that's different. But your in- imitation of Michael's imitation of Tyson was spot on. Thank you. Thank you for tweeting me with respect. Beautiful. A lot of people don't tweet me with respect, but you tweet me with respect. I never said tweet. <laughs> I think you did. Said, Let's tweet. Be- do you have the respect cut over there, guys? This horrible Tyson impression that Michael did? There's so many to get through, I know. He's done many, several, several different bad ones. Many, several. Many, many. <laughs> and I don't think gentlemen. No, it's not that one. No, it's a different it's one. Oh, I want to thank you for treating me with respect. No, People don't do that. I don't and I can see in your eyes you treated me with respect. Treat. It's a, a T You know what? You know what? I take it back. You did say treat, not tweet. Yeah. I take it back. So you're but just keep... trying to make me look bad. I, I thought I thought you said tweet. No, I said treat. 
So there was, there's a bunch of rough audio to play from today, but let's play something. Let's start with some positive audio. Let's hear the end of the big game last night, okay? The Panarin game winner right here on 98.7 ESPN. Bouncing puck. Panarin has it. Moves to the net. Shoots. The net comes off. Rangers start to celebrate. The officials will get together. Donnie, what did you see? Well, the net was clearly off the moorings, but the ruling could be that if the Islanders were the ones that knocked it off, and the feeling was that it would have gone in had the net stayed on the moorings, there's a very good chance, guys, this can count. Here's the referee, Jake Prank. After review, we have a good goal on the ice. Wow. Rangers win 6-5 in overtime. You know, if they, had Emmys, if they had Emmys for radio, he just won an Emmy, Don. <laughs> Who, who, Kenny or Don? Don. The whole broadcast was terrific. Oh, stop being such a socialist. It's you. Stop <laughs> being a socialist. Wait, hold on. It, so you're, you're, saying, you're saying instead of crediting the whole broadcast, of which Don probably did 11%, right. take, take away all the credit from the guys who did 89% is what you're saying. No, I'm saying well, that, that's how like awards work. You take, you take snippets of what somebody said. He nailed it. That wins an Emmy or a Marconi, whatever the heck it is now in radio. Well, again, this doesn't happen without Ray Santiago. Oh, they don't have to go to me. Enough. They don't have to go to me. But they did the right thing because I was. It was right there. I was right to the right of the net. It was fun. It was a great. It was a really the one of the best broadcasts I've been a part of. Were you wearing a? What was the situation? Were you wearing a headset or you had headphones and a handheld? What was going on there? I had a. Um, I had a my handheld microphone and then I had the. The headset on. And, all right, there uh, you go. Okay. So I was all set, listening to the broadcast, and and all I did from a warmth standpoint, besides jacket and hat, is I did have long johns on. You, oh, you just did long johns? But a thermal, you know, thermal underwear. Was it a suit suit situation? or? No, I went with a, uh, a sport jacket with a sweater underneath. I mean, because I didn't like, I didn't get crazy because I wasn't really going to be seen other than the jacket, Except you know? Except you were seen all over ABC, waving. Yeah, on TV. yeah. Yeah, you were on T-Way in the background. Well, over the first over text again. I got from my wife was, put your hat on, because she could see me and whenever there was anything in the corner. And I was not mugging for the camera. The picture that went on social media was me waving behind Subban and Messier that there was a fan, I even believe it was an Islander fan, waving to me from the crowd, and I was waving back. I had no idea, so I was not mugging for the camera. I do apologize, although that's probably my best chance to be on ABC. Uh, you I, were, so you see, weren't intentionally being a yo-yo. That's wrong. No, I was not being a yo-yo, no. You, what you said was incorrect. What's that? What do you mean? It was your best chance. No, no, it was your only chance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a great point. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on. Real quick, Michael. How about this? Don leaves the station. Right. Goes and works at the fan for 15 years. Gets okay. put together with someone else. Goes on a hell of a run. Right. There's At that point, wouldn't there be a chance that there's an ESPN Disney film about his career? Yeah, that, that, that is how they usually do it. At yeah. least a 30 for 30. Yeah, and no, but maybe it'll be a special straight to ABC situation. We don't know. Um, all right, let's stay on the positive audio tip. I'll tell you, let's it's just digital, the, though. Go ahead. Let's hear from. Let's hear insane. from the. Let's hear from the newest. Let's hear from the newest New York Yankee, Juan Soto, um, on this Yankee lineup. It's going to be fun. It's going to be really fun. I mean, we have a great lineup. I think it's going to be unbelievable from the top to the bottom. It's going to be great players right there. And I think we're going to try our best to have fun as much as we can with it. 
He was also asked about the keys to winning a championship. He knows he won one. I just play team baseball. That's all that matters. Try to derive that that good vibe, thrush in each other's, and play good baseball. At the end of the day, we gotta we gotta put our ego, uh, egos away, and we gotta play as a team and try to do the little things when it matters. You know, that's what it takes you to the next level. The homers, the the doubles, the big hits, is, they're gonna come, but you gotta do the little things first to get to that spot. He's gonna have such a great year, and all Yankee fans can hope for, and the A's go for, is that there's a chance they keep him. How about you want, want a scorching hot take here, Michael? What's scorching that? hot. Scorching. This is hot off the press. Wow, okay. I'm anxiously awaiting this. If he's phenomenal. Right. I'm not saying he will surpass Aaron Judge in popularity, but he could become a real, like a real kid's favorite player. He could really give you that sort of Steph Curry player of today kind of vibe that kids are very into well he's not that much older than the kid no he's young he's small he plays excited he's small he hits, but, i mean small. in in how tall is he he's a big man he's six feet alive on yes earlier yes he's a big okay. guy he feels small relative to i'm sorry next to judge and stanton he'll look he'll look uh, more related well, i mean kids. gargantuan people look small next to judge yeah He's six two, which on this team is uh, you know it's a Rosenberg plus, but he his style of play is so fun. I just think he has a chance to become immensely popular on this team. Well, there you have it. Go out and get your you'll see. jerseys. Yeah, see, you'll, you'll see. I I, I I've enjoyed well, this problem. man's work. Uh, listen, I, I can't I can't speak to what kids are going to identify, but you know, for the people that want to go out and get a jersey and all that, well. You know, there there has to be some sort of feeling that he's going to be back. If this ends up being one and done, that's why the it's the beauty of the Yankees. No name on the back, right? Somebody else will be number twenty two then. Don, what happens be... if little Marco, little Marco, L I L Marco, comes mm-hmm. up to says, "Daddy, I love Juan Soto. I want his jersey. What do you do? You get him a jersey, Yankee jersey." That's it? Yeah, why wouldn't I do that? Why wouldn't I give my son? T- you don't no. try to talk him out of it? Come on, what was this a clown show? <laughs> no, let, let him fight, figure it out for himself. What, what, I'm not forcing my son to like. Listen, it's going to be very fluid, but we'll see whatever it is through, and then eventually he'll figure out what he wants to do, and then then the lesson will be you, you stick with it. But if he comes to me during the baseball season at six and says, "I love the Yankees, I love Juan Soto," can I have a jersey? Yeah, I have a jersey. Let him take his own journey, man. Then it's genuine. My father never forced me to be a Giant fan. It was natural. I think he was very happy that I was. He would have been disappointed yeah, if I wasn't, but he wasn't going to force me. What is yeah, this? Yeah, but your father, you just saying once randomly, I want a Joe Morris jersey, and your father would say over his dead body. He's not no, Joe Morris, he would. No, no, no. But I just mean the principle of going out and buying you a jersey. on the, No, just no. If he asked, said, I want a Joe Morris jersey, your father would have racked you across the head. Well, that too. I remember we, my mom took me out to shopping, and I wanted a giant hat. Do you remember? Do you remember I don't remember what they called them. It was just the, the not the fitted hat, the, the the adjustable hats. But there was like those lines, and then they'd have the NFL logo. Of the oh, team. Yeah. you remember those, right? Yeah, those mm-hmm. are great. And I wanted a giant one. They didn't have a giant one, but I still wanted to have something. I must have been like seven or eight years old. Okay. So I got a Ram. I don't know why. Maybe I just liked the Ram or whatever. It was blue. And it was blue because it was my favorite color. Good call. So I come home and my dad's like, what's that hat? 
It's not a giant hat. And I explained it to him. He's like, eh, all right. Like, he didn't get mad at me, but I could see the disappointment. The disappointment. Yeah. And I never he wore the you hat. Were yo-yo. You, know what, you know what crossed his mind? He thought, am I raising a yo-yo? It crossed you know, his you mind. know what it really was hurtful? He actually thought, you know what? Maybe David's a better kid. Well, if, and if it, there was that and thought, he down it was fleeting. And he, it was quickly erased. <laughs> it was quickly erased. Yeah, well, no, he, he, he thought it for a second, Michael, and then he just looked down and went right back to ripping up that pizza box and putting it in the bottle. You know what I mean? People still talking about that. Well, talking. Raven. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Let's go to the Mets for a moment. Let's hear from Pete Alonzo. Show me something. Asked, asked if he wants to be a lifelong Met. I mean, for me, I think that number one goal is just being healthy through the uh, through the course of the year. I, I love mm-hmm. it here. I definitely have envisioned myself of, of being a lifelong Met. That's a... That's something that I've definitely thought about. And I love I love New York. It's a really special place uh, for my family and I. And I've definitely thought of the idea. I've definitely welcomed the idea. But I can't predict the future. <laughs> for me, I just want to focus on on this season. I just want to be the best person I can be. And I've sat back and, and listened and just want to be the, the best player I can be. That's it. If you took players and had them you know, answer that question, players are going to be free agents. Blindfolded, even with earmuffs on, you can. Oh, that's a Boris client. He schools them on what. Never say I. I, I, I would move heaven and earth to be here. I want to finish my career because then you've lost Mom. leverage. You just lost. If you listen to Soto today, it's the same thing. They never tip their hand. But I'll tell you I, this: I, you, you asked, if you asked if if Pete Alonso was your boyfriend, and you said, hey, "Are we going to be together forever, Pete?" You, you wouldn't feel great about the answer at the end. But I think everybody understands that he's a free agent and he's going to test free agency. There's no different than judges' answers back a year ago. I but think he it, answered it, it the way he should answer it. If he tests free agency, he's right. not coming back. I don't... In my yeah, problem. I, I don't know, Michael, in this analytic world, if there is going to be somebody that is going to pay him more you know, than... Than the Mets, or that he's going to get what he wants. If he well, wants two hundred, if you if he wants, uh, you know, a contract that's going to pay him north of forty million dollars a year, I don't think he's going to get that anywhere. Well, here's the problem. Here's the disconnect. The teams are saying, okay, the comps for first base: Freddie Freeman, okay, and Matt Olson. So about twenty-five to twenty-eight million a year. Right. Scott is saying the comps are Mark Teixeira and Prince Fielder. Okay. Both contracts that he did too, and you know, and the front office is going to say that was then. This is now. That's not what first baseman get right. paid. So I think the only team that could see value beyond the numbers are, are the Mets because of how popular he is, and he's a forever you know, is he wanting as to be a popular as you make it out to be. Though, well, I, 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 I think it's popular from the sense that he's been here the whole time. You know, right. they they drafted him. He came up in the minor leagues and all that. You know what's really biting them, Michael, is the fact that they, you know, that they, they called him up and, and played him when they played him. 
Right. If they, if they waited that time, then they'd have another year, right? Thanks to Brody Van Wagenen. Right. So, and that ended up being the right move because he had 52 home runs. Right. But so so do, do I think he's as popular as, as judges to the end? No, I don't. And I do think that there is a, a, a part of the fan base that kind of has difficult warming up to him. But for a franchise that has not had a lot of forever players, the potential of him being a forever player, I think, does resonate with his fan base. So if there's a team that might give a little extra for that, I think it would be the Mets. I don't think anybody else is going to give any extra because I don't think he fills buildings. And so everybody uh, around baseball is going to look at it the same numbers that Stearns is going to look at it as. And I don't think anybody is going to pay him you know, north of $40 million a year. So I think that there is a potential that if he becomes a free agent, he might come back. He averages 157 games a year when you take mm-hmm. out the 2020 COVID season. And, right. he, and he hits a lot of home runs. There's a, a value to that. I don't know if he fills buildings, but he, you know what? He fills columns. Well, like Peter uh, said last week, you know, when, you, when you're hitting 50-plus home runs and driving in 100 RBIs, I mean, th- th- isn't that going to help you win games at some point? Even if you, if you don't have a great batting average, you don't have a great on-base percentage, if you're driving in that many runs, responsible for that much offense, you know, can it translate into being a, a help to your team? If the numbers are now, that exaggerated? To the audio that's not so great, guys, let's, oh, no. let's hear from Anthony Rendon uh, on, on how he feels about baseball. That's never been a top priority for me. This is a job, so I do this to make a living. Uh, my faith, my family come first before this job. So if those things come before it, I'm leaving. Is it a priority? Oh, it's a priority for sure. This is my job. I'm here, aren't I? Do you want to be here? I don't want to talk to you guys at <laughs> seven in the morning or whatever time it is. So, <laughs> did you, I mean, do you want? I mean, do you want to like be here playing baseball? I have answered your question. So why do you keep thinking at it? Oh, <laughs> yeah, you technically answered it. Thank you. <laughs> So what he said, if, 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 oh, if it's God. not, if it's not, more, you know, if it becomes more important as family, he's walking away from what thirty million a year. Let's well, say that, that you know what, then you're a man of principle. I need I need context here, and I, I thought the reporters did a good job, and he shut it down. But the reason they're saying you didn't answer the question, like, so what would it take? I mean, obviously, if if your if your your wife's having a baby and she's having difficult labor, or God forbid, somebody in your family dies, we don't expect you to play. You know, but if you're telling me my, my wife's got a doctor's appointment, you know, with the dentist and she needs a ride and I'm not going to come to work today, that's an issue. I, I So I just kind of want to know the line. Like, are you not going to play on Sunday because you're going to go to church? You know, like when you say you have God and family ahead of your job, yeah, everybody does. But what? But put it in context for us. What exactly did something happen that this is a topic of conversation, Michael? No, I mean, he doesn't play. He never plays. I mean, but, if you look at the first years of the contract, he's right, never on the but, field. But did but him not playing, was it because of family issues or because of God? No, I, I think it, mo, mo, again, I can't speak to it. I'm not out there, but, you know, there's, there's you know, he's not pushing it to get on the field when he's got right. injuries. But that's, but, but so that's why I'd love to talk to him. Like, so you're telling me that this is just a job okay i get that i don't like it but i guess i get it and that you put god and family ahead of your job okay that's not really telling me anything but if but if you don't play a lot of games or you don't play when you're hurt what does that have to do with god and family it's funny because the juxtaposition of him saying that right and then on the same day you know mike trout said i never want to leave here i mean he essentially said you know i would die for the angels to win Mm. and then you have a guy go it's just not a priority for me 
But but I, that's why when getting back to the Paul O'Neill conversation, I think it's cover. Because the fact is, I don't think he really likes what he does. But he's exceptionally talented, knows he can make a ton of money. And and the reason he he's throwing out God and family is it's cover so you can't go after him. But what does one have to do with the other? If he doesn't play because of a little ticky-tack injury, if he doesn't give his all, if he's not completely committed to the team, what does that have to do with God and family? Well, last year he had these injuries, right? And he said last year he's been considering retiring for the last 10 years. This guy makes $245 million. So, So what the real answer is, is that I don't like what I do. But unfortunately, God played a trick on me and had the best thing that I can do is play the one sport that I can't stand. But I can't say that, so I'm going to say that it's not a priority to me because I put God and family. So who can go after him for saying that? But I just don't know how what one has to do with the other. Paul O'Neill cared about his family and God as much as any athlete, and yet he went out there and was nicknamed the warrior for the way that he played. So I don't know. I really don't know what the heck he's even talking about. But it stings extra if you're an Angels fan because he hasn't been good since he got there. <laughs> Peter, right. Peter's not three, the guy they, they got. Three years, right? They paid him $100 million. In three years, he hit 13 home runs. So so three years, 13 home runs, and now you're like <laughs> you're laughing in the face of the reporters. Like, I don't want to hang out with you. I don't want to be here. I don't, I mean, baseball is not my priority. A lot's changed. Oh, oh Really? So after you won the championship, you're saying now it's you're a family. It's just it's tough, man. In, in January, Peter, he was on the the uh, I think the Jack Vita show. It's called. He said we've got to shorten the season, man. There's too many dang games. 162 games, 185 days, or whatever it is. Man, no, we got to shorten this bad boy up. Okay, are you willing to shorten up your salary, Anthony? Man, he wants his cake and eat it too. By the way, Tony, two bags. You know, I get it. You're away from your family, and that's tough. You know that you're, the days that you're away from your family, it can, it'll end for you by about, I don't know, 37, 38 years old. So you got plenty. Yeah. You do get time with your family. That's around now, the time that Michael and I got married. So you can. Yeah, by the way, you didn't even have to have four kids and have a whole family in your 20s. You could have done the whole thing later. It, this is the way your life has been set up. That's great. But, like, you can't cry about making millions and millions and millions in the prime of your career. It's, it's, way, also, or it's also a now. bad look for your teammates. I mean, they're busting their hump no. every single day to be out on the field. And you, I, I, nah, it's not a priority for but me. It basically sounds like you've you won your title and you're checked out now. But right, not, and not, I've made yeah. my money. Not not that I would ever feel bad for him, but can you imagine like the joke that God plays on you if your greatest talent, the thing that you're the best at, you can't stand? That's what it sounds like here. Yeah. He has no love for this game whatsoever. But it's uh, the one thing he's really good at. Shame well, listen, on the Angels. Should have yeah. done better homework. Well, well, listen, someone who certainly sounded even worse than Anthony Rendon was uh, Rick Pitino. You guys have that uh, Rick Pitino audio talking about his... Um St. John's team after the loss? Oh, boy. <laughs> that is unfortunate. That's All right. Good. Let's hear it. We are so non-athletic that we can't guard anybody without fouling. It's been that way the year. But we came out in the second half, and we knew they would come after us, but you have to move the ball, and we just took four minutes of 
rush shots. I think they're unathletic. I don't think they move well laterally. I don't think they're going to pick it up in next week. I think they're slow laterally. I mean, Sean Conway gives you everything he can. He's slow laterally. About five guys are slow laterally. Even even the Celtics when we lost, I've enjoyed every minute being a Boston Celtic coach. Didn't like the fact that we lost in that following year, but this has been the most unenjoyable experience I've had since I've wow. been coaching. Do you have any second thoughts of taking this job? No, not at all. It's not oh. St. John's. It's my team. I think they're very respectful. Oh they hear, but they don't listen. It's taken me a month to get them to throw bounce passes. Actually, oh two months to Lord. throw bounce passes. I was thinking of getting ready for Georgetown because Georgetown could definitely beat us. I'm not even thinking of the future at all. Oh I'm just thinking of the God. next game and the next game and the next game and that's it. Just try to get as many wins as you possibly can. What is wrong with you, man? They can't move lottery, Peter. I, I, I've heard that. Cannot move louder. Let, let's hear something positive. Can I hear Yermir Yager getting his number 68 retired Pittsburgh and shouting out his girlfriend yesterday? I want to say thanks to Dominica, my girlfriend. Uh, she's too young to remember I played in Pittsburgh. But I, I, but I told her all the stories, so don't worry about it. Did you see her, Peter? Peter I'm usually I did. the one introduced to me. but um, I did. Yeah. I did. Yammer's always done quite well, and the 68 goes to the rafters. Next stop, if he ever stops playing hockey in Czechoslovakia, in Czech Republic, will be the NHL Hall of Fame. That'll do it for ENN. Brought to you by Security Dodge. Shop 24-7 at securitydodge.com during their President's Day sales event. Larry Hornesty's coming up next. That's always a joy, so stay tuned for that. We'll be back again tomorrow at 3. In the words of Billy Joel, life is a series of hellos and goodbyes. I'm afraid it's time for goodbye again. See you, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoons starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey, Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.